And now, a Blaze Media podcast. Social media is good for something. As I'm scrolling through yesterday, I see a way to stop spam callers. Now, I'm not guaranteeing it'll work, but I love the idea. Answer the phone and say, it's done. But there's blood everywhere. (laughs) I love it. I love it. It's done, but there's blood everywhere. Or, okay, it's done, but there's blood everywhere. You could just, you know, change your inflection. That'd be like, you know, answering the, uh, you know, the door knockers just in your underwear. As you open the door, you holler behind you. I'll be right there or answer the door. Yes, I'm a little busy. So uh, just a way to help you stop spam callers. It's done. But there's blood everywhere. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So I get up. It's, you know, 2.12 a.m. I'm thinking maybe I can see the launch from Cape Canaveral. Sure, I live in Dallas. Sure, there's a big storm between myself and Cape Canaveral. But, you know, you never know. I might be able to see the launch of the Delta Heavy Rocket NRO, uh, NROL-44 mission that was launching a classified spy satellite for the National Reconnaissance Office. Uh, but no, uh, it's canceled. They canceled it. Uh, I was scrubbed due to an issue with critical ground pneumatics, uh, the control system. The team needs additional time to evaluate and resolve the issue. And then they let us know that it's planned for Friday, August 28, 2020, from the Space Launch Complex 37 at Cape Canaveral Air Force Station. Forecast shows about an 80% chance of favorable weather conditions for launch. Launch time, 2.08 a.m. Eastern. A um, couple of things with that. Why are we launching secret satellite missions in the middle of the night? And second... You know we're not ready for any kind of moving to planets. We've talked about it before, but we're not ready. We're not ready to travel into space and head to other planets when we can't just take off. Now, this was actually, a, you know, some sort of mechanical issue. So I may give you a little bit of break. You know, if there's a mechanical issue on, on your plane or in your car, you don't take off there either. But until we can just get in that thing and go, we're not ready for space. It's just the way it is. So until you're ready for space, that probably means you're going to be in pain. Just like a bunch of other people all across America uh, and the world, really. And that's why you need Relief Factor. I hope they're putting some Relief Factor on one of these rockets and, you know, shipping them off on the special spy satellites. Or even just if we start going to other planets. People are still going to be in pain. That's why you need Relief Factor. ReliefFactor.com It supports a healthy response to inflammation and decreases discomfort. And that discomfort is called pain. Uh, It comes in individual packets. It supports healthy joints and muscles. Look, uh, it's 
clinically developed formula that supports regulation of the key enzymes and proteins. It's based on 15 years of clinical practice. And the big thing is, um, hello, it works. Uh, it'll reduce the pain associated with aging, exercise, and even everyday living. Um, I am a prime example of that. I, I would, wouldn't go a day without Relief Factor now. Um, I did. I, I started it and I thought, eh, fine. Oh, I know, it's fine. It's not even working, really. And then, uh, so I just stopped taking it. I just ran out. Forget about it. I didn't reorder. I just... To fine. And then, you know, I start feeling aches and pains again and realizing that, you know, the elbow hurts more. The shoulder hurts more. Why do my knees ache more than usual? Hey, dummy, you're not taking relief factor. Oh, yeah, that's right. So I went to relieffactor.com and started all over again. They have a three week quick start program for only $19.95. Get started today and get yourself out of pain. Get your life back. Relieffactor.com. 70% of the people who order the three-week quick start program go on to order more. I'm positive that you're going to be one of those 70% that are going to order more because you're going to realize, hey, I'm out of pain. It's got to be because of Relief Factor. Uh-huh. Relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com. So sure, we can talk about the uh, the RNC last night, and thankfully, thankfully, um, today, if you're listening live, 27th of August, 2020, the final day of the convention, and it's not so much that it's the RNC because I've enjoyed it, and I, you know, I enjoyed seeing the people that's on it, and it's just, you know, there's been some incredible stories. It's just this is week two of conventions. And that first week was agonizing. And now we've had this week and it's just been a long week, long two weeks of convention. So, you know, I'll give you a quick, a quick recap uh, of what, you know, what it, what it was and what's happening. But first I want to tell you about a Florida woman. She's a little bad. She was a little mad at her dad. Because dad was, uh, dad was passing gas too much. <laughs> so, uh, a 40 year old Nicole Dozes lives with her 59 year old dad in Largo. Now you think 59 doesn't sound really that old, but when you look at her picture being 40, Ooh, so maybe 59 is really old for that family, that bloodline. So in Largo, which is, you know, in the greater Tampa Bay area. It's in Pinellas County. Uh, I lived in, you know, Seminole, which is a poor portion of Largo for a number of years. And, and it's, uh, you know, it, I know the area really well. It's, it's a beautiful place. Beautiful. So apparently, uh, about 2 a.m. in the morning uh, this past Sunday, the, the, she raised a stink about his stink. And she then started punching him in the face. I'm sorry, allegedly punching him in the face uh, uh, numerous times. Now, the responding officers found uh, the victim with a bloodied eye, scratches all over his neck. She was arrested. She was released without bail. Wait. She was arrested for domestic battery, booked into the county jail, pled not guilty to misdemeanor charge, and then uh, go ahead and get out of here. 
without bail and stay away from your stay away the judge ordered her to stay away from gassy dad well if she's living with her dad uh it's gonna be tough to do right i guess you gotta stay in another room but if dad is you know letting him fly (laughs) could be uh could be an issue so good luck to nicole for uh i mean dad better you know maybe slow down a little bit and maybe dad, you know, it's like 2 a.m. Sunday morning. Dad is, uh, you know, thinking now's the time. I mean, we've all been at times in our life. Who among us has not been in a room by yourself and you're just enjoying your own emissions? And maybe not enjoying. Maybe enjoying is the wrong word. Maybe just being a part of your own emissions and then someone walks in or someone is doing it and you walk in and you get that oh hello (laughs) it's kind of like the florida or houston humidity hitting you when you walk outside it kind of slaps you right in the face that's why nicole was so mad she couldn't take it anymore she went in the room and it slapped her in the face so she was going to end up slapping dad in the face which she did all right we can get into uh, just my just my own quick recap of the convention last night before that the night before was when uh junior spoke trump jr and uh one of the tweets that went out so funny uh showed kermit the frog doing rails at a table i.e cocaine and uh the caption was trump jr backstage hashtag rnc 2020 jr responds to that saying you must have me confused with hunter biden that's funny that's funny both of them funny and uh but the story just kills me Trump Jr. was likely referring to the fact that Hunter Biden was discharged from the Navy Reserve in 2014 after testing positive for cocaine. No, uh, maybe he was talking about all the other times as well that Hunter was uh, full of drugs and on his way to rehab. Maybe that's what he was referring to. If you'd like to know more, uh, you can go back and listen to episode 227 of chewing the fat this podcast this podcast chewing the fat episode 227 who's hunter biden tremendous story about who's hunter biden and his uh his issues it's not about hate or love it's just telling you who's hunter biden and by the way if you're listening to this right now and you're not a subscriber to chewing the fat become one Choose a platform. I don't care which one. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, iTunes. And subscribe to Chewing the Fat. Thank you. All right. Quick recap of uh, my notes from the RNC. I got about, I don't know. I don't know how long far in it was. I mean, Christy Noem spoke. Scott Dane of the loggers and truckers from Minnesota was riveting. Marsha Blackburn and Dan Crenshaw. Dan Crenshaw was great. Lieutenant General Keith Kellogg, the National Security Advisor to the Vice President, was great. And who knew 
that the vice president has a national security advisor. Uh, Tara Myers, Kaylee McEnany, who was great, uh, Karen Pence, Kellyanne Conway. Uh, when I, but when I got past, when I got up to Kaylee McEnany, and then I wrote a note, is it over yet? Cause I was, man, it was time to wrap it up. And then, you know, Karen Pence and Kellyanne Conway and the nun, Lou Holtz was, was great. And then Michael McHale, his friends call him Mick, National Association of Police Organizations president. Uh, then there was, you know, the congressman from New York or the congresswoman from New York. And then there was Madison Cawthorn who's running for the North Carolina house who, who came out and talked about his life and his struggles and where he's at right now. He's, you know, he's paralyzed. He's in a wheelchair. Jack Brewer was great. Uh, oh, you know, and Senator Joni Ernst was there and she was uh, from Iowa and she spoke and she was great. And she talked about the, the big storm in Iowa that nobody, you know, that nobody knew about. And I thought, well, I remember hearing about him, the Dureco storms, but it didn't get a lot of coverage. And if you're not sure what a Dureco storm is on the day of Laura, uh, Dureco is a widespread, long-lived, straight-line windstorm that is associated with fast-moving group of severe thunderstorms known as the mesoscale convective system, duh, and potentially rivaling hurricanic and tornadic forces, duh, Directos can cause hurricane force winds, tornadoes, heavy rains, and flash floods. And they showed the damage. It was, you know, incredible what happened in Iowa. So, I mean, it was, it was good to be reminded of that. Burgess Owens was great. Laura Trump was, you know, Adam Vigil. Clarence Henderson was great. The 1960 Greensboro sit-ins participant, he was awesome. Richard Grinnell, Mike Pence. I mean, the night was, you know, headlined by Mike Pence. He was the keynote. And, you know, Mike Pence. Vice President of the United States of America. I, I like Mike. He's a good man. He's married. You know, there he loves his wife. His wife loves him. They've been together. He took the big hit early on. Remember about, I won't go you know, to private meetings without my wife. And everybody called him a prude. And then, oh my gosh, what happened to the Me Too movement? Huh? So he looks pretty darn good there. Look, he says all the right things. He's a damn good man good father good husband i mean i there's nothing i know about him that makes me not like him he just isn't inspiring to me that's all he says all the right things i like what he says uh you know I, he makes me he makes me long to be a better man kind of but you know he just doesn't inspire me that's all. And then Trace Atkins, of course, then Trump and Melania show up and, you know, give them a couple thumbs up and they meet the crowd out front. And then Trace Atkins uh, sings the national anthem. So, whew, man, what a, what a night. What a night at the RNC. What a lady, what a night. If you know that song, email me at chewingthefatattheblaze.com. So sure, we still have uh, violence going on in... Uh, Kenosha. Sure, we have violence going on in Portland. But remember way back in ancient history when Seattle had Chaz? And remember the 19-year-old man that was fatally shot uh, inside of okay, Chop or Chaz? Lorenzo Anderson who was shot and died and it was because nobody was coming to get him. 
and then they took him and they botched it because good Samaritans took him to the emergency room and there was issues there. Well, the whole story is just a very sad. Well, the father, Horace Anderson, has now who wants to see justice for his son. That's all he said. I want to see justice for my son. No arrests have been made for the killing. He wants somebody held responsible. Something is not right, and my son should still be alive to this day. An absolutely uh, recognizable emotion from this man. He has sued the state and local governments for $3 billion. I hope he gets it. I hope he gets it. He is for allowing the atmosphere of lawlessness that resulted in his son's death. That's what you get. That's what you get. State and local officials for turning a blind eye, thinking that it's just going to be the summer of love. Oh, wait, are those protesters out in front of my house? Get the police here. Get security here. This is ridiculous. They shouldn't be on my lawn like that. Yeah, that's what happens. That's what happens, baby. And that's why we have the guardian angels, the moms in New York City, are patrolling the streets. Oh my gosh, we've got guardian angels in New York. Moms and teachers walk on the streets. And that's incredible. I mean, good for them. Good for them. Okay, I know the Guardian Angels were founded back in the 70s, uh, but the group is wearing the red beret. The mom is working uh, in the neighborhood. She's walking around the block, making sure everything is going okay because she, you know, they've shipped in homeless people. They've shipped in uh, sex offenders in her neighborhood. And, you know, on top of not having a a uh, police force that is strong, or at least doesn't appear to be strong, uh, standing down for what likely could be a friendly protest. Um, they are walking the streets, making sure everything's okay. Yeah, I mean, you do not want to mess with these people. All right. I mean, Curtis Lewa, who is a fascinating guy, uh, you know, started the Guardian Angels. And now we've got uh, Valerie Clark, who says she was at the breaking point when a straight a stranger threatened her outside of her home, and he said, "You're fixing to get attacked. I know where you live, and you deserve it." I said, "I'm not going to turn my back." That's what she said. Uh, she has two daughters, twelve and fourteen, and she's going to start patrolling the st- streets. She volunteered. And uh, this is what it is. I'm not going to turn my back. This is what it's going to come to. And, you know, they're they're hollering at people for bringing their weapons into Kenosha and trying to protect businesses and protect homes. You can't blame them. You just can't. I, 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 do I want a shoot them up, bang them up, Wild West? No. Do I want these mini civil wars? No. And that's what they are. Make no mistake. They're just mini civil wars. Do I want that? No, not at all. Not at all. Not one little iota do I want that. But I understand it. I understand the frustration. 
I understand the anger. It's just... I just... I don't want it to get that ugly. Okay? Can't we all just get along? What's that? It's done? But there's blood everywhere? Okay. Alright. That's exactly what's going to happen. It's done! But there's blood everywhere. And speaking of blood everywhere... <laughs> bad segue but remember uh, the Golden State Killer was sentenced he got life in prison without parole for 13 counts of murder and multiple rapes that he committed uh, in California in the 70s and 80s good for him uh, good for him good for them good for California good for the people that needed some resolution Joseph D'Angelo uh, you know I'm guessing there could be more but remember we played a little clip of him when he was you know, he was in the courtroom and he's not a, not a healthy guy now. It's too bad we couldn't get him when he was, when he was a younger bastard, but we did finally get him. So it's done. I bet there's blood everywhere. Let's go to the break room. I need a drink of something ice cold as it is. Oh my gosh. So good. Congratulations. Congratulations to Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom. Yes. Katy had her baby. Congratulations. Yes, it was first announced on the Instagram post from UNICEF. <laughs> you say, wait, what? Yeah, they're goodwill ambassadors to UNICEF. And you can't. You can't have a kid anymore without it being sponsored. So there's that. So they, uh, UNICEF announced it. And of course, Bloom and Perry told them, we are floating with love and wonder from the safe and healthy arrival of our daughter. And I believe that. Uh, if you, you know, whenever I've, Every time you have a kid, that's the way you feel. The baby's name. Daisy Dove Bloom. Daisy Dove Bloom. Come on down. Get down here, Daisy Dove Bloom. Come on now. Get down here. How you doing? So they posted the picture. And there, well, there's a picture on Orlando Bloom's Instagram. And, uh... They're holding the, there's uh, Katie's hand. I assume it's Katie's hand. She's got the little flower on her thumbnail. And Orlando's hand is underneath that. His right hand, her left, and the baby's right. And, the, you know, the baby is holding onto his thumb. I will say, this is just a, <laughs> just a side note for me. Uh, while it's a beautiful thing, congratulations. Uh, there's no little picture of the baby. You see partial of the hand and a partial part shot of the ear and neck of the kid i'm sure she's beautiful daisy dubloom no question and i'm sure you love your little new bundle of joy and you want us to give to unicef as goodwill ambassadors because you know every expecting mother has access to a trained health worker and access to quality health care in celebration of the heart we know our daughter already has. We have set up a donation page to celebrate uh, DDB's arrival. By supporting them, you are supporting a, a safe start to life and reimagining a healthier world for every child. 
We hope your heart can bloom with generosity. Gratefully, Katie in Orlando. I mean, okay. But back to the photo. It does appear to me that, I don't know, Orlando needs to, you know, get a, a manicure, maybe. Uh, even Katie needs to maybe get a manicure. Look, I know she's been pregnant. I get it. Uh, I get it. So, I mean, she still has the little, you know, the little flower on her thumbnail, which is just the cutest darn thing. But uh, it does look like, I mean, Orlando needs to, you know, like he's been working in the dirt or something. And Katie's got a little thing going on on the thumb. What's happening? Wash those hands. We're in a pandemic. What are you doing? Anyway, congratulations, though. <laughs> congratulations on your baby, little Daisy Dove Bloom. Reminder to uh, subscribe to this podcast. I know I told you earlier. Don't look at me like that, but subscribe to the podcast anyway. If you're listening to this show and you're not a subscriber, subscribe. Choose a flat form and subscribe. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel, uh, Chewing the Fat. Uh, I just posted a new video uh, yesterday, the Microwave Minute. I'm going to make that kind of a reoccurring thing. I kind of like that. I kind of like the idea behind it. The Microwave Minute. Just a quick minute update. Today's minute is on uh, Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> you know I want her in jail, and that's exactly what the minute is about. And then, of course, you can follow me on social media, Jeffy JFR on Twitter, Jeff Fisher Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Parlor, and Jeffy on... What's the other... What's the new one? Gosh darn it, I can't remember. What's the... I think it's the new one I just signed up for. I told you about it yesterday. I gotta go all the way over to the end of my downloads. Oh, yeah, Clout Hub. <laughs> so, I don't know if it's any guy. You know, I guess I suppose I could use it and figure it out. <laughs> so, uh, Brittany. Free Brittany. Are we all for free Brittany now? Well, she is... Uh, she's not getting her money. All right? She's all got the conservatorship. Sis is on it. She has another lady that's uh, part of the deal, Jody Montgomery who's Britney's care manager, which means she assesses the star's needs and works with healthcare professionals to help get her the right treatment. According to this, Free Britney is, uh, you know, a big moving trend. Look, Britney's sister uh, is uh, is now the deal. She makes move to take, uh, take, over, take over the trust. Dad, uh, you know, was not feeling good. 60, I think he's in his almost 70 now. Uh, since, uh, remember the, you know, her big meltdown, like I was, I was 12 years ago. Wow. Um, she, uh, she had the big meltdown. So that's when she had the conservatorship. Now I, uh, I was reading a story that talked about how she is, uh, now using, uh, crystals to help her and she posted a picture of the crystal bible it's a definitive guide to crystals from judy hall and her post was okay call me weird if you want (laughs) okay call me weird if you want but i really love crystals and rocks and during this pandemic i've had more time to myself so i started a collection of crystals and i now have 33 they are stunning and i she posted the picture of the crystal Bible, but I didn't see the picture of her crystals. Although we could probably go to her Instagram and 
see her post. But uh, she said that I even used to hold a small rock in my pocket when I was nervous for interviews for good luck. I'm taking the time to find myself and go back to the things that I loved when I was younger. So she's uh, she's into crystals now. It's good for her. When you think to yourself, why does she need a conservatorship? She's Britney Spears, right? I mean, free Britney is what I say. Well, uh, Britney is worth uh, a little bit of a little bit of cash, just a little bit of cash. Okay, remember she was paid uh, big money for the Vegas deal. Forbes claimed that she made $103 million for 250 shows. That's pretty good. They also reported that she earned $30 million that year in 2013 for perfume sales. Amazing. All right, so they're saying that in 2018 she made $30 million that year which came, most of it came from the Vegas residency. So, uh, she's doing okay. According to this, according to this, she's worth $59 million. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't want to look, I'm, I'm cutting her short. 59 million, dollars and 76 cents according to this story in 2018 and she's the i mean there's some stuff that she's cranked out since then right i mean that's uh it's not bad uh it's not bad now we don't know the details around the conservatorship but the financial decisions have got to be documented according to the court records. So court documents were obtained by Entertainment Tonight, bless their hearts, in 2019, revealed that uh, Britney spent 400000 on living expenses in 2018, which included 66000 on household supplies. I feel like we broke this down one other time. Uh, her largest expense was her legal conservatorship fees, which amounted to a million bucks. I mean, okay. She's spending a million a year on these people taking care of her. I guess you got to get paid. I, you know, I want to be Britney's conservator. I want to be Britney's. I'll do it cheaper. I'll do it for 500,000. Britney, free Britney, free Britney from these greedy bastards. I say free Britney and I'll be your conservator and we'll make sure that I'll get you the crystals you need. I'll make sure whatever psychiatric ward you need to be in, you're in the right one and you will get the kids and well, you can yoga and you can dance around and we'll get you out there on tour and we'll keep that 59 million growing. Okay. Free Britney. It's done. There's blood everywhere. <laughs> Wow, you figure how could uh, grocery stores be going out of business right now? I mean, that's one of the thriving markets, you think, but uh, nope. Uh, there are some people that are not, there are some people, some businesses that are not doing well. So the owner of King's Food Markets and Balducci's has filed for bankruptcy and they are going down. 
Uh, I mean, it's incredible to me that this could happen. KB U.S. Holdings operates 35 grocery stores. It's going to hold an auction for its assets. It already has a bid for $75 million from New York-based TLI Bedrock LLC. Well, that's good because they know the grocery business. I mean, they're looking at it like, how could this company go out of business? What's going on? KB's supermarkets are located in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Virginia, and Maryland. And they employ about 3,000 people. 2,900 to be exact. But that's a lot of people uh, looking for work. So they're going to want those grocery stores to remain open. Two other regional grocery chains, Fairway Market and Lucky's Market, have filed for bankruptcy this year and announced dozens of store closings. So they filed for bankruptcy. They're not closing all their stores. It's just amazing to me that these stores uh, are struggling like that. Um, they, I, th- I think they were, must have been really struggling before the pandemic, and the pandemic just couldn't make it last because, I don't know if you know this or not, uh, they were one of the things that could stay open. Uh, so that was the place where everybody went, was the grocery store. Uh, just amazing. I mean, look look at Walmart. Wow, I mean, Walmart is just crushing it. Maybe that's it. Maybe, maybe that's it. Walmart and, uh, you know, the Targets, the big box stores are crushing these smaller grocery chains. That's possible. Amazon. Walmart, those bastards. <laughs> oh, man, do I hate those big box rich people. And Walmart is now teaming up. It's reported today. Walmart is now teaming up with Microsoft in a bid for TikTok. We talked a little bit about TikTok yesterday and what a what a nice, great company they are. Not so much. Uh, they're nearing an agreement to sell its U.S., Canadian, Australian, and New Zealand operations in a deal that's likely to be in the $20 to $30 billion range. Wow. In a statement, Walmart said TikTok's integration of e-commerce and advertising is a clear benefit to creators and users in those markets. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. So they're close to a deal. And even in this story, it talks about comes at a time when they're trying to better compete with Amazon. It plans to launch a membership program called Walmart Plus. When is that happening? That was supposed to happen already. That was supposed to happen last month. That was supposed to, you know, at least come after Prime a little bit. Uh, hello. When is the Walmart Plus? I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, if they can't figure out how to run it, again, once I get Brittany taken care of, I'll take. I can take care of the Walmart Plus. Uh, look, if you, if Walmart Plus, if you want to pay me more than, you know, the five hundred thousand conservatorship Brittany's going to pay me, you'll come first, and then I'll, then I'll help Brittany out. I mean, I care for you both. So whoever, you know, you're bid, look, you're bidding for TikTok. You might as well bid for my services as well. So, I mean, Brittany's, uh, that's kind of a, that's kind of locked in. I already promised that just 500 grand is going to be cheaper than what she's paying the rest of these dingleberries. And I'll make sure that she's okay. So if you can, you know, if you're going to pay me more than 500,000, that's not probably, that's a bad way to negotiate. Cause now Walmart says, we'll pay you $501. That's more. You have to work for us. 
So, never mind. That's Never mind, Walmart. I'm not going. It's up to you. Give me money. Bid. Tell me how much you're going to pay me. Uh, but if you need my help, I'm helping you. We'll get that Walmart Plus settled up for you. Okay. I know. I know. Oh, it also says here, wait, 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 wait. They're still talking about the Walmart Plus. And I want to know what the heck is going on. So he even talked about it, Doug McMillan, the CEO, on a recent earnings call and acknowledged the buzz around Walmart Plus. Yeah, there's a buzz because we want to know when it's going to start. That's the only buzz. I can't take it. <laughs> oh, I knew it. You know, thank you for listening to Chewing the Fat, and I really appreciate it. And if you're not a subscriber, subscribe, please, uh, to this podcast, Chewing the Fat. I do my best to not dive into the political arena too much. Uh, you know, sure, we had the RNC. Uh, you know, you got to talk. I mean, there's big news that's surrounding our lives, right? I mean, we have to talk a little bit about that. We do? Yeah, I mean, and tonight's the last night. If you're listening live to this show right now on the 27th of, of August 2020, tonight is the final night of the RNC. Thank you. But, I mean, as I was looking, two things. Uh, one, you know, President Trump speaks tonight, and you can guarantee he's going to speak more than 45 minutes. I mean... It would be a crime for him, for him personally, not to speak more than 45 minutes. Because that's what Pence spoke last night, about 45 minutes. And Biden only spoke about 22 minutes at the DNC. So you can count on that. I see where UFC's Dana White is speaking tonight. And okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, and Mitch McConnell. That's going to be a fireball. He's a fireball. That Mitch McConnell, he's gonna, gonna draw you right in, man. There's no, oof. I would, I would, I would not drink coffee before Mitch McConnell speaks because he's just gonna fire you up too much. Ivanka is gonna speak tonight, so it'll be another great night at the RNC. But as I'm, as I'm sitting here and, and just kind of, you know, I'm getting uh, uh, updates, you know, on what's coming through on Twitter and Facebook and. And what have you. I see I get an update on uh, Pelosi says there shouldn't be presidential debates. If you didn't see that coming. I mean we may have even talked about it on the on the show. That is absolutely 100% in their game plan. No way do they want Joe Biden. Former Vice President of the United States. Now the Democratic presidential candidate to come out of his basement and have to stand on stage and debate Donald Trump. Oh my gosh. There's no way. And we're all looking forward to it, uh, except them. And they're trying to find a way out of it. I thought maybe coronavirus would do it, but we didn't have that, right? We didn't have the coronavirus because now we can be six feet apart. And I mean, if he wants to, he can wear a mask. He can, you know, we can just do it in a hall. We'll have the cameras there. It can happen. Well, now, Speaker Nancy Pelosi says that she does not think there should be any presidential debates between President Trump and Joe Biden. I wouldn't legitimize a conversation with President Trump nor a debate in terms of the presidency of the United States. 
So they are pulling him out and trying to save him. This guy is worse than we thought. You figured maybe it was some kind of show, right? He did the 22 minutes. By the way, there's evidence that shows that that clearly, you know, wasn't live, but they say it was, so we'll take them at their word. <laughs> but now, I mean, he's got to be in worse shape than ever. They're pulling out uh, using this to try to stop the debates. Wow. Look for the fireworks tomorrow or tonight. What am I talking about? And tomorrow after, after Trump just crushes him tonight at the, at the RNC should be fun. Download and subscribe to more content at the blaze.com slash podcasts. Oh no. And I see where Facebook now is a little upset at Apple. I thought they were supposed to work together. They were supposed to be friends as they were getting everybody's information online. They were supposed to be buds. We're not supposed to be fighting each other. Not that way. So I guess uh, yesterday, Facebook explained how Apple's upcoming iOS 14 contains a privacy update that will make it much harder for Facebook, and of course they're worried about lots of smaller companies, to collect the user data fueling some of their targeted ad efforts. Oh, no. I'm so... No. No. Gosh darn it. Apple is going to make it harder for you to find people to listen to commercials, the right commercials that you want them to hear so you get more money from your ad sales. Oh, oh no. What are they doing? And I know how you care so much, so much about those smaller companies. Really, I know that. I know you do. The only reason that you do is so you're able to say that you don't collect data that the smaller companies collect and then you get it from them. I got that. <laughs> I got that. Uh, that's why many people, including myself, use ExpressVPN. This isn't an ad. I'm just saying that's why we use it, okay? <laughs> so maybe Apple's doing that. Maybe Apple is just installing uh, ExpressVPN. So the information is just theirs and not Facebook's. But darn the luck. Uh, I hope they can work it out. Actually, I don't. But they probably will. And then we're, you know, we shut down. Trump's shutting down TikTok unless they sell. Of course, they're going to, you know, sell to Microsoft and, and Walmart. Possibly. They're in the bidding. Because they want the money and they want us, you know, they want the money. Otherwise, they're going to lose, you know, all kinds of money. So let's get as much as we can from these companies. You think these companies aren't going to take the same information? It's the same software. <laughs> okay. If you think that's not going to happen, you are sadly mistaken. Just. <sighs> it's just sad. It's just sad is what it is. Another thing that's sad. I see a headline where China is offering uh, coronavirus tests. For everybody in Hong Kong. Oh, that's nice of them. Right? They're offering to test all Hong Kong residents for the novel coronavirus. I mean, that is so nice of them. And, and now they're mad. Well, they're, you know, not mad. Well, upset. Mad. That uh, Hong Kong residents are uh, meeting the offer with skepticism. 
I mean, what? How? What could happen? What could happen? Right? Come on now. Come on. It's going to start 1st of September on a voluntary basis. Only we're going to make you do it, but it's going to be voluntary. So, get ready for that. The number of new cases has fallen in Hong Kong substantially. Single digit to low double digit figures. I mean, from triple digits, that's huge. So, they want to cast a doubt on the need of the test. That's, a, that's probably a good, a good thing. A good thing that they meet that, uh, that testing offer from China with a tad bit of skepticism. I mean, I can't understand why people in Hong Kong wouldn't trust China. <laughs> Just can't understand that at all. All right, I didn't get into any of the rioting, and there's big, big stories in the rioting or the protests, and especially of Jacob Blake in Kenosha. I mean, it's just, it's just ugly what's going on. I mean, the NBA uh, is the perfect example of acting upon something that isn't completed. They, they, we don't have any of the the details, and we're just. Instead of being a calming voice, you know, like Barack Obama could be, instead of being a calming voice, we are going to ramp it up a little bit. Just ramp it up a little bit. And the NBA is doing the same stupid thing. We just ramp it up a little bit. And, we, you know, look, we're going to cancel our games. We shouldn't have even played anyway. Uh, we shouldn't even... We, we're not coming out to play... Uh, he said... One of the NBA players said we shouldn't even done this stupid playoff thing anyway. We shouldn't have been here playing. Go home. Go home then. I just, I don't understand. And what's his face? The coach, Doc Rivers, from the, you know, the LA, the, the basketball team, the Clippers, the Clippers. Just, just joking. Now, he said in his, in his press conference, what stands out to me? And I could play his audio, but I don't want to hear him. What stands out to me is just watching the Republican convention, viewing this fear. All you hear is Donald Trump and all of them talking about fear. Really? Because that's not what I'm hearing when I'm watching it, which leads me to believe you're not watching it. But we're the ones getting killed. We're the ones getting shot. We're the ones that were denied to live in certain communities. We've been hung. We've been shot. All you do is keep hearing about fear. It's amazing why we keep loving this country and this country does not love us back. It's really so sad. Really? Like I should just be a coach. I'm so often reminded of my color. Yeah, by you. I, I can't. I can't. The whole thing is agonizing. This guy and these guys. I mean, LeBron tweets out his stupid tweet F this man and I mean he's full out F-U-C-K this man we demand change sick of it what are you talking about you demand change <sighs> go play your basketball game they're not going to they're not going to I just say shut it down turn down your paychecks and you know continue on 
they we the nba gave you everything and the bubble and they gave you the whole thing and you still it's never enough it's never enough and doc rivers the coach he could tone everything down with talking about living his the american dream and what it's done to him and people need to work hard and pull themselves up nope nope not good enough proof proof it's not good enough he goes on we got to do better we got to demand better it's funny we protest they send riot guards they send people in riot outfits they go up to michigan with guns they're spitting on cops nothing happens the training has to change in the police force the unions have to be taken down in the police force my dad was a cop i believe in good cops do you we're not trying to defund the police and take all their money away funny that's what everyone is saying i'm sorry we're trying to get them to protect us just like they protect everyone else maybe if you were not and i say you maybe if the group were not actually burning down buildings destroying property and hurting people perhaps perhaps you wouldn't have that pushback with the riot gear there were cops in Kenosha, I seem to remember, that weren't in riot gear uh, while protesting was going on, and he's getting hit in the head with bricks. I don't know why they need riot gear, Doc. We're spitting on cops and nothing happens? What do you... What do you... I, I just... I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is chewing the fat. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was, I mean, we'll find a joke or something and we'll end it with a joke. All right. I mean, okay, not a joke. Maybe uh, something uh, less hurtful. Well, teens break into a New Jersey petting zoo. Put lipstick on pony. And according to the farmer, they abused the animals. Now, is riding a little miniature donkey... For your Snapchat photo. Is that terrorizing the donkey? I guess it is to the farmer. He was not happy. And the animals apparently were not. Were not happy either. Uh, some of his miniature ponies had some sort of lip gloss. And lipstick across their faces. <laughs> I mean, it's not funny at all. I'm not laughing at it. Oh man. Oh man. No. This is not funny. These animals are going to be skittish for you know, for a while now until they get back to eating again. And they didn't harm, they didn't, they didn't harm the animals. The animals, I say harm, they didn't hurt them. Uh, you know, you tried to get a couple of Snapchat shots with the, you know, with the horse and the lipstick. And I mean, you know what they say? You know what they say? Put lipstick on a pony, but it's still a pony. Is that what they say? They also say, it's done. But there's blood everywhere. Oh!